you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Bill Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to. We're on the road to AEW Revolution. And so we're going to talk about AEW Dynamite and see if we can figure out exactly what we're going to be getting at Revolution. Uh, there was that big angle last week where the uh, Young Bucks came out when they beat the living shit out of Sting, his sons, and then his other kind of son, Darby Allen. Yeah. Uh, and they had a bunch of blood on their suits and they they just didn't wash themselves. That's not that's not hygienic. You gotta. I mean, that's that's not a good idea. You can't. Don't. You should, no. You shouldn't be doing that. Given their presentation, uh, if they're trying to echo uh, the uh, the Roy family, um, I kind of feel like the Roy family uh, clean clean themselves, cleanse themselves. I mean, in one sense, I think it, it's it's an interesting touch. Rocking the suits, covered in yeah, that was kind of cool to be Darby Allen's blood. It is, and uh, although it was interesting to see that the 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 color of the blood, uh, when they got off the plane, got in the limo, was much brighter than when they got in the ring. It looked more like they had like chocolate syrup spilled on their suits. (gasps) Let me ask you this: Do you think they kayfabe the blood? You mean? I mean, obviously, last week it was real, but this week, I think it was real. I think it might have been because I think you know, blood dries, it gets less red. It's like brownish. Yeah, Yeah, it gets brownish. I'm just saying, it's like (laughs) how much time passed between when they got off the private jet and when they had their match. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's a whole, that's a whole thing. That is a whole other thing. But I guess the point is, uh, you know, they're going to be wearing suits with other people's blood on it. 
Um, it's a good, interesting visual. Uh, I did like how they 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 trim their facial hair, kind of in the style of Sting. Mm-hmm, There's yeah. all these kind of yeah. subtle jabs, not so subtle jabs towards Sting. Darby, you know, a lot of a lot of people were talking about um, Darby's promo. Seeing a lot of discussion, a lot of discourse about Darby's promo, specifically the mention of one Cody Rhodes. Yeah, because that's going to, I haven't done the thumbnail yet, but now that you mention it, that is a big point of discussion. I know Dave Meltzer had a lot to say about yes, that. Yes, he did. He was, um, not, he was not into the promo. What's your take on the promo? So, I mean, uh, to paraphrase, Dave's take was the way Cody was mentioned, and we didn't mention by name, uh, in Darby's promo, it was, in, 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 in effect, a means to put over Cody. Which, yeah. considering he's potentially on the precipice of winning the top championship in AEW's primary rival in competition, WWE, he's like, that's not a good idea. Nothing in Darby's promo advanced the story being told after the beatdown by the Young Bucks last week. And, you know, I, I guess I guess kind of the crux of what Darby said was, hey, Young okay. Bucks, you're a couple of dumbasses. You only hire your friends. Mm-hmm. There's only been one EVP around here who operated this place like a business, essentially, that wasn't yeah. looking out for themselves and their friends, that was looking out right. for the talent backstage. Mm-hmm. And that was the vibe I got. And and it was simply to juxtapose uh, the Young Bucks looking out for themselves and their and their crew as opposed to looking out for the company at this point in their careers, because what did Darby say? The original mission statement, AEW changed the world. And he says when the Young Bucks signed their new deal, what do they talk about? Light travel schedule, good money. Nothing mm-hmm. about the original mission statement. I guess the idea is the Young Bucks have gotten away from the original mission statement. And in a way, Cody is holding true to mission statement, at least as it relates to his legacy in AEW. I don't know if it necessarily advance the story much i didn't really take it as oh darby's putting over cody huge it was more like this place used to be run like a professional organization when this one evp cody was around uh you you two uh, are a couple of dumbasses and that's why this place stinks so it's kind of interesting i've seen the same type of conversation uh but but in in sort of a different context rhea ripley uh had an interview where she yeah. talked about her reaction to uh, Max Caster rap, um, disca- you know, when he said, uh, you know, what, uh, buddy's being cucked out by Dom or whatever. Yeah. And and her response was, the point of that promo was getting uh, your rival promotion over, two stars in your rival promotion, getting them over and not focusing on your own promotion. You always know when a promotion is down, when they reference another promotion. I mean, you saw this in WCW famously, Scott Steiner went off way off script and, uh, and said, you know, this is why people are changing the channel, uh, to WWF. Yeah. Uh, you know, stone cold left this place or he got fired because you're a bunch of dumbasses. Um, and I mean, W look, WCW in 2000 was just chock full of that stuff. That's, you know, uh, and so, yeah, you kind of know, like it's, it's a funny thing because like, if you want to buy into the Young Bucks as, you know, these evil EVPs now that are just full of themselves that no longer care about change in the world, they care about themselves. Um, like the genesis of those characters is so rooted in inside baseball anyways yeah. 
that like I get it. Like you're gonna you're you're he says something that gets the crowd to start chanting Cody as both a way of like, oh, we get what you're saying and we like Cody because he's like everything in wrestling now. Um I I don't know. Does it advance the story at all? Like I I under when I, I read Meltzer's quote and I get it. Like everybody got beat down big with baseball bats. And so Darby Allen comes out, runs them off and then says, you know what he has to say. You're basically crappy bosses. Um, and you guys didn't want anything to do with me. Yeah, I could see how that doesn't really advance the story. Like no, no. he just gives us a history lesson on why they're crappy EVPs as opposed to, Hey, wait a second. That's my blood on your suit. You creeps. Yeah, I know. I get it. Like, and, and they want to attach themselves to Sting's last match. Like, I get it. But, like, it did sort of, I guess, now that we're sort of talking about it, miss the entire point of last week's, you it, know, it did. angle it did. finale. It did. Because, as mentioned, like, they're they're wearing Darby's blood on their suits. And it just, it felt like, like, I understand the tact that Darby's taken to a degree where he's saying, you guys, as you know, EVPs didn't see anything in me. Didn't want to bring me in the other guy, the other EVP who's not here anymore did. Yeah. Um, and you know, he's got that chip on his shoulder towards the young bucks. All right, fine. Maybe that's a small thing you mentioned during the promo, but the fact that Darby at no point mentioned the beat down, really, uh, specifically the fact that the young bucks are wearing his blood. Mm -hmm. Um, it seems like it's personal for Darby for something to happen four years ago, not something that happened last week. And it feels like yeah, right, yeah, yeah. For the urgency of this match to pick up at all, it needs to relate not just to what happened four years ago or five years ago to what, but what happened last week. It's you know, like you're wearing my blood. Then it's open season. I will guarantee you by the time this is said and done, I'm going to be wearing yours. You know like what I mean? That. Something like that. Yeah. You know, and 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 not not enough emphasis put on. This was this. We had our moment. This Sting and I, as a tag team, reached the top of the mountain. You came out and ruined it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, you're 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 dumping all over Sting's retirement tour. I ain't gonna have that. Yeah. So we're gonna throw down now, and we're gonna prove yeah. that we are better tag team than you are, Young Bucks. I mean, there it's 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 pretty basic stuff. And maybe the idea is like, well, let's try going outside the box a little bit to add a little more dimension to it. I don't know. But to rely so much on resentment that stemmed from four or five years ago as opposed to last week, it didn't really add much to the story as a whole. No. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like, we're, we're heading to a revolution. One thing that we've praised AEW for recently is setting up situations, setting up matches well in advance of revolution and then seeing how it all sort of plays out. And I don't know that this week took advantage of that, you did get a big spot where Christian Cage gave a concerto to Adam Copeland. Uh, I don't necessarily know that that kicked their feet. Like, that was like a big spot, but it's kind of nothing we haven't seen yeah. from them before in the in advance of their previous feud. Like, when you when you reestablish a feud, because I think Edge is probably going to straight up win the, the TNT title at a, at revolution. Mm -hmm. Like he won before in a, in a really brutal and really fun match mm -hmm. at the last pay-per-view. 
got cashed in on by Christian right afterwards. Now, how do you kick that up a notch? This might be the catalyst for, because you can't just do another, you can't just do what they did last time, the no DQ, no holds bar, whatever it was. You can't go down to just, you know, let's have a match and do some no, leapfrogs. No. It's got to be in like a cage or something, I would assume. Or you can only thing, win right? via concerto or something like that. You know, it's got to yeah, be. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, considering the last one was a no DQ, you need something if this is going to be something resembling a blow off that ups the intensity and ups the stakes. And I guess and by that measure, ups the violence. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And short of like a lights out match mm -hmm. or heck, even a cage match. I mean, I don't mm -hmm. feel like that necessarily cuts it. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah, you do need to, you do need, you're up, you got to do something a little bit more. I know a concerto is a pretty devastating move. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but, you know, when you look back when he was with WWE, I'll never forget when Judgment <laughs> gave a concerto to Beth after, you know, the the, yeah. the stipulation was, you know, that, that he was like, I quit, I quit, I quit. Yeah, that yeah, should yeah. be the end of it. <laughs> they still do it. Yeah. That's a, that's a solid story beat right there. Yeah. So I guess, you know, see how that one plays out. See how, you know, what the response will be uh, next week or two weeks from now or whenever uh, Edge is going to be in a proper position to respond. You got to figure the concerto is going to write him out for at least a week. You, you would think, think so. You would, although they said uh, after it happened that he, he was able to leave the ring with some assistance, oh, okay. but under his own power. It wasn't like he was okay. taken out on a stretch or anything like that. So All right. All right. Um, Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
Yeah, I mean, you got to imagine, but you know, I, I don't know where that leaves Daniel Garcia though either, considering he was making a play for that TNT title. He didn't lose on the outside looking in. Probably, um, and I don't you know. Think if he's going to be. You think he's going to be a difference maker? He's going to be an equalizer for Copeland? Who knows? I don't know, but uh, I'd be surprised if they do another triple threat considering we already got one in the main event. Oh, Garcia's oh, sorry, not going to get in the secondary yeah. main event. Main event's the tag match, but you know what I mean. He's not getting that. He's not going to get in that match. What happened at the at the end of this one? I mean, it was it was a really really good match. Um, what what was the finish here? Oh God, there, that's right. There was no finish. That's right. Yeah, it's a DQ, yeah. a rare DQ yeah, there finish, was no finish for AEW. Yeah, yeah, that was a long match to have that finish. I know <laughs> that was. That was a really like, it was a good match too. I was like, solid battle, man, yeah. this is a solid banger match right here. They're doing a really good again. AEW, lots of really good matches. It kicked off with a killer match with Mox and uh, and uh, FTR bald, and it was a really really good match. Um, and I like what they did at the end. Although, you know, I, it, it makes Mox look just cooler when he does shit like that. Yeah. Um, oh man, that not- deadlift neutralizer that uh, Claudio did to Cash. Yeah, that was all Claudio looked like. He just picked oh, him I right know. up. That was crazy. He's stupidly strong. They really need to show more of that. They do every time he has a match. He does like a cool spot like that. That was next level, man. That was like close to him. Uh, uh, deadlift suplexing, uh, big show. Yeah, that was yeah, time. right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I you got to figure. I don't think they're gonna do a triple threat with Garcia because it's just sort of wonky. But I could see. Hey, you guys spoiled my you know opportunity. I'm gonna side with Edge and have him, you know, have his back yeah, at yeah, Revolution. Yeah. Maybe that He'll could play be the Seth role. He'll be Cope's shield, huh? He'll be Cope's shield. He'll be his corner guy, and then maybe you can do a Cope Garcia mentor protege thing. I mean, it, honestly, that shit worked really good with Sting and Darby. How many? How many? Hold on a second, though. Garcia's in kind of a trios deal with FTR. They they could be his mentors. Cope's gonna be his mentors too, bro. Copeland and FTR are like best friends. I know they can the, all be. I know they're, cl- but they haven't done anything on TV together. Well, what better way than to get Garcia to be the glue, the guy who brings them back together? Either the cul-de-sac, because they're like all neighbors or whatever. They can do some vignettes in the cul-de-sac where Garcia moves in. There we go. He buys. He gets one. He 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 has a one of those tiny houses constructed in Cope's backyard and moves in there. You can get those things for like twenty thousand dollars now. I might get a couple in my backyard. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Rent it out. Get some weirdos back there. There you go. The whole party. There you go. <laughs> Anybody seen Bama? Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, what do you think about this? Is this a means to get Osprey out of the Callis family? They're having Will Osprey versus Takeshi at Revolution. It'll be a spectacular bout. But it's 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 a, an odd choice to a degree because they're in the same faction. And Callis' explanation, I was like, all right, uh, that's not – the best explanation. There's no one. They're they're too powerful. No one wants to face them. You just said something very interesting that I kind of feel AEW needs to lean into. What do we say every single week about AEW? My God, they've got some really good matches. Yeah. And what you just said is kind of funny. It's going to be a great match. Took a weird way getting there. <laughs> that needs to be their mission statement. It kind you of know? is. Like get let's let's get let's get some really bizarre ways of getting these matchups going. You know, you yeah. know what I mean? You clogged the toilet. Have any, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. No, but I want some stuff that doesn't even make sense. You know? <laughs> Ow! Oh my god! I just hit my foot. <laughs> Ow, that really hurt. Yeah, I don't know. You're right though. It is like what a bizarre piece of logic there. 
nobody wants to face us, so we're going to start eating ourselves alive. Yeah, basically. You know? Yeah. Going to be a great match. going to be spectacular. Weird, weird maybe, logic. Maybe, maybe it's the leaping off point. Maybe now that Osprey is going to be full-time AEW, they're like, eh, we don't want to have him associated with Don Callis' family because we don't do anything with Don Callis' family. Um, Osprey himself, I will, dude, I will guarantee you, Osprey was like, listen, bro, I know I was in Don Callis' family that don't want to be there anymore. And then I don't know what that accent was. That was a terrible. That's not a very good Will Osprey. More of an Oro Mensa. Um, yeah, I, dude. I, maybe he himself was like, "This is a fresh, clean start. I don't want to come in in this bunk ass freaking uh, uh, faction. It's crap." You could tell the looks on Will Hobbs' face. He does not want to be there, nor should he be there. Uh, I don't know if Sammy Garcia is there or not. I know that he Sammy Garcia, <laughs> Sammy Guevara. No, dude. he's out. He was replaced by Kyle Fletcher, man. Permanently? Yeah. Don't you remember Sammy tagging with Chris Jericho against? No, them? I don't remember that shit because they do weird stuff all the time. Yeah, Sammy I kind of remember that. Sammy is off TV because I think Ty had their their kid and he came back and then he was babyface again. I remember that. Yeah, Sammy Guevara. And then he had the Rampage match, and he, he messed up uh, Jeff yeah, Hardy, apparently, on this coming Friday. Jeff Hardy right in the face. Ouch. Yeah, that's rough. Shooting Star Press. That looked awful. But yeah, Will Ospreay, I, dude, he has to be on the phone with Tony Khan being like, hey, bruv, I'm in here soon. I don't care what you got to do. I'm not going to start off with the Callis family. So here's a better idea. Start me off against the Callis family. Start me in a feud against them. And Tony's like, are you sure you want to do that? Like, Why? Listen, bro. <laughs> listen, do you, bro. Do you see how you booked the Callus family? <laughs> yeah, pipe down, pipe down, Tony. He's like, yeah. He's like, are you sure you want to be stuck in a feud with the Callus family? I don't know what's um, worse, being stuck feuding with Callus family or being stuck in Callus family. Oh, feuding with them. There's a way out. You're yeah, out of there. That's the better, you know, a couple matches route, and you're yes. out. You know. Um, it's a shame because everybody in the Callus family is really good. Takeshita, great. Hobbs, great. Kyle Fletcher's really good. Yeah, right, yeah. They just don't do anything interesting with Callus family. There is no connective thread no. between them. No. Nothing familial about the family no. at all. No. So, yeah, that was no. kind of bunk. No. Uh, the Tony Storm short film was awesome. Yeah, that was great. That was great. That was really well filmed, really well edited. Yeah. Um, and very clever. Uh, it was actually, <laughs> I was pretty shocked watching it. I was like, this is a really ambitious piece of filmmaking right now. Mm-hmm. You know, mm -hmm. they had the tattoo and everything. I thought it was really cool. It was really well done. Getting that sword put through the duck tattoo. Yeah. Yeah, that was neat. And then just like, you know, they had they had some cool, like, uh, I don't know. They had some, like, cool lens effects. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they were practically done. You know, there was, like, that one where she was sort of, like, double. Oh, double like, exposed. Double, double exposed kind of looked like it. Yeah. Well, but it I don't like think it you do that in a lens effect. Um, Wait, wait, wait. Well, yeah, you're not literally. No. Yeah, no, you but can't you do can make the effect. Right? Yeah. You know, but you I don't know if you can do that effect. in camera. Maybe you can. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's what I was saying. Like, was it a cool, like, lens effects? I don't know. It was look cool, though. It was yeah, really it ambitious yeah, it was little short well film. Done. We have to ask whoever did that. I wonder who produces her videos. That is a good question. Hmm. Yeah. That is a good question. I don't know. Yeah. I don't Anyways. know. Anyways. You want to hop into it now that we've been sure, talking about I mean, oh, it? we've been talking for 20 minutes dynamites. Like I felt like dynamite, last week's Dynamite was pretty solid, and this week just kind of felt like it was spinning its wheels to a degree. It was better than the Dynamite the week before, though. Yeah, but it wasn't The Dynamite the week. week before was horrible. Yeah, it was not good. Yeah. Not good. Like, at least this one, look, the first, like, 40 minutes was, like, really good matches. Then we had that wonk finish, 
And I'm going to say really good matches. I mean, two really good matches. Yeah. Um, I thought it started, you know, look, a Dax match, you always know Dax is going to lose. But he always puts on really good solo matches. So that's good. Oh, do you want to take your victory lap now about the CMLL uh, Blackpool Combat Club thing? You were so excited when you texted me. Oh, they, they so there's a graphic that uh, Blackpool Combat Club are having a match against oh, Blue Panther, Volador, Mystico, somebody else I don't believe we've seen yet in the CMLL okay. invasion, if you will, of AEW. Yeah. If you want to call it that. So it's an eight-man tag, and yeah. it's the full force of the Blackpool Combat Club, which means Wheeler Yuta's in it. Matt is happening at Arena Mexico. Wheeler yeah. Yuta's eating that pin. Yeah, man. And I called yeah. that weeks ago. Ultimo Guerrero yes, is the other guy in it. Blue Panther, Volador Jr., and Mystico. And, uh, and yeah, dude, we've been asking ourselves, where's Wheeler Yuta? Hey, we need somebody to take this pin for Blackpool Combat Club. Where's Wheeler? Hey, guys. Wheeler's here. Someone bring uh, before, in Wheeler. Yeah, before we get going with our AW Dynamite uh, recap, though, quick uh, reminder, do us a solid. Hit that thumbs up. We're trying to get to 200 and 1,102 subs. It's a palindrome. We're in early development on our short feature film uh, for passing 200,000. Active pre-production. No, development. Active development right now. Development. Pre-production is after we have script in place. Right, exactly. So right now we're in development. I have an idea, actually, for next week's FriendoCast. Eh. I'm going to put up a thread uh, asking people for ideas and then you and I can sort through these ideas. We'll be like the script readers oh, for Stephen Larson Productions LLC. People making their yeah. pitches. Yeah. So they'll, they'll send their pitches in. You know, probably won't use any of them, but we want to hear what the Friendos have to say. And if you want to check out that episode of Friendocast and put your pitch in for Stephen Larson Productions LLC short film, uh, untitled short feature length film, mm-hmm. uh, you can do that. By getting the Friendo Club set up. Two ways you can get it. By clicking join youtube.com slash Stephen Larson or going to patreon.com slash Stephen Larson and signing up for the Friendo Club setup. You get bonus episodes including Friendo Cast and our entire back catalog of bonus episodes. Also, access to question threads, which we put up for the, all our recap shows. And, of course, you get access to the Big Blue Predictions Challenge uh, where uh, our current Big Blue Predictions champion, Cameron Shank, will be putting his Big Blue Predictions Championship on the line at the upcoming Week of Champions. Uh, which will include WWE Elimination Chamber and AEW Revolution. See if you can be top predictions champion here at Going In Raw by doing that. Indeed. Indeed. Anything else? Anything else we need to plug? Hit like. Like would be great. Yeah. Hit the like, like button. Like All the too. likes. It's validation yeah. for us. We like we like being validated. I like when being people liked. say, Steve, I like you. When they say, Steve, you're dog shit. Which, by the way, for my Cody take on yesterday's show... Larson, there's going to be a lot of sad Cody crybabies out there. Wow. If you think if you think the crying was big when he said, I'm not doing WrestleMania, just wait until his shoulders go to the bat. One, two, three at WrestleMania this year. <laughs> a lot of people were not happy that I suggested that is my new theory. <laughs> no, people were not happy about it. Not happy. <laughs> oh, man. Look. Who's number one Cody fan? Evidently not you. Oh, it is me. It is me. Look, I want the guy to win. I want him to then win. where's the belief? Where's the faith? Even Darby Allen has more faith in him than you do, and he works for a different company, Steve. 
That's because Darby Allen wants to get some of that debity debity e cheese. He sees no, he what's doesn't. going on go over there in NXT. He's clear about it. he doesn't want to go to WWE. He said that before. Oh, brother, just wait, just wait, just wait on that yeah, one. That'll happen. Done. NXT, Darby Allen's going to be there. It's going to be awesome. Uh, but uh, yeah, so um, yeah, a lot of Cody crybabies out there. Not happy with my with my hot take that Cody's going to lose at this year's WrestleMania event. <laughs> nope. Nope. Anyways, man, I uh, kicked off with John Moxley versus uh, who is it? Uh, Dax, FTR ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, gonna do another match. What is what? Is, uh, hold on a second. What? what is Dax's singles record? Oh, and something. <laughs> oh, and a lot. I man. don't think he's won a singles match. He's put on some really good singles matches, but I don't no, think no, no, I remember he beat Cash that one time in a oh, tournament. Oh, that's right. <laughs> All right, outside of wrestling, his tag partner was his record. <laughs> oh, and everything. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Okay, it's got a... Oh, man, it doesn't have all-time records it did, here. It updated it at the beginning of the year, didn't it? Dax, singles, 0-1, tag team, 1-0. and What a bummer. He's a losing singles wrestler, though. That's been well-established. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, career. Oh, oh. Uh, nah, career. That doesn't help. It says 71, 34, and 1. That's 34. That's 34 singles losses. Right there you there. go. Yeah. Um, this is sad. It's February 15th. Why is it all ego Ethan Page has a record in 2024 of 0 and 0? Is that He just hasn't even AWT? wrestled on Ring of Honor? I think that's just AEW, though, isn't oh. it? Oh. They don't count Ring of Honor. Uh, okay. Wins and losses. You're probably right about that then. No, he's he's all Ring of Honor these days. Okay. All right. I thought I thought this was including that, but I, I guess that's so. a different I promotion. So. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. So uh, Mox gets the win here. Not surprising because uh, <clears throat> Dax doesn't win singles matches. So the finish saw <clears throat> Mox looking for a paradigm shift. Dax counters with the brain buster. Mox kicks out of that. Dax goes up top. Looks for a diving headbutt. Doesn't hit it. Nah, nah. Mox locks in the rear naked. Choke. Dax starts to fade and then try to power out. Try to power out. But then Mox squeezes it in tighter. And then Dax taps. But after the bell rings, Mox doesn't release the hold. That's pretty dangerous. It is. Yeah. You could someone could really get hurt in that situation. Like Richard Belzer, remember that happened? Yeah. Yeah, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So then Cash runs to the ring and starts clobbering Mox with some ground and pound. So he breaks the hole and the Claudio runs to the ring. And deadlifts cash up for a neutralizer. Mm, it was. It yeah. looked like it was all Claudio. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. One single motion right to a neutralizer, and then Mox puts the choke back on Dax, while Claudio puts a cross face on Cash. And at that point, commentary is like Taz, like, uh, someone should probably break this up. This is gonna get dangerous if uh, Mox doesn't release that. I appreciated that they put uh, an emphasis on what that could do to a human. Yeah. And when I say that, you can kill a guy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The brain needs oxygen. Larson. It does. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, after that, we had a Callis family interview where Don Callis does some of those old mental gymnastics and explaining this match coming up here. So Renee says, what's next for Takeshita? Callis is like, what's next? We're a victim of our own success because no one wants to wrestle this man. He's the best rope to rope wrestler in the world. No one wants a piece of Hobbs either. Don Callis family has all the talent and revolutions coming up. The best wrestler in the world needs to be on this pay-per-view. The Don Callis family needs to be on this pay-per-view, but we can't find talent for this man. So what I've had to do is realize that I've got all the talent right here. So I look within the family and I'm going to put together a match. that's going to have the world talking not for years, but for decades. 
It's two Callas family members against each other, Takeshita and Will Ospreay. And Renee says, uh, wait, really? And he's like, yeah. He's like, when I grew up, my this was actually kind of funny and really dark. My dad used to have a few drinks at night and make my brothers and I fight in the backyard and everything was fine later. It's like, uh, uh, what was it, sun fights on uh, Arrested Development? Kid oh, yeah, fights? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of a, a bore-on-the-floor a bore situation. That's a bore-on-the-floor situation, yeah, exactly. Somebody's been watching Succession over there at AEW. Uh, he says, the best part about this is the Cal's family wins because we'll be a family afterwards. At the end of Revolution, you won't be talking about Sting. You'll be talking about Hobbs, Osprey, Takeshita, Fletcher, and the Cal's family. Match of the decade. Again. It could very well be match of the decade. You got the, the makings for it. Really good match. But, uh, yeah, Osprey's going to want nothing to do with the Cal's no, family. No, no, no. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Next, we got Wardlow taking on. Hey, Bear. who do you think should lead the United Empire? Because aren't they looking for like a new leader now that Osprey's out? No, I thought I thought the, the whole idea was United Empire is going to stay United Empire despite the wrestlers all wrestling in different promotions now. Oh, is that what it's going to be? I believe so, yeah. Okay. If you if if it was up to you though, and an Osprey was oh, gone, and they're like, okay, just making sure on this. Yeah, same yeah, we were in agreement on that, right? Okay, yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Even with Osprey there, I feel like Osprey should be like, hey, you've been promoted. You are my elite employee. You are, but you are now. I am your elite employee. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Great O'Con, of course. Uh, then we got Wardlow versus Barrett Brown. Adam Cole joins commentary, but doesn't say anything. He just he just sits there. He just sits there, and this match is really quick. And then uh, last ride power bomb, and then uh, Adam Cole leaves. He just says thank you, gentlemen, and he leaves. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Not if Adam Cole show up for commentary and he doesn't say anything, it's like is the thing that well, that is a bad it's a bad guy thing now. I know, but like, try to get he some can heat. talk really good. What? Just try to get some heat. Well, yeah, he's doing that by not talking. Oh, that Adam Cole. I don't know about that. Want to hear your silky smooth Chugs voice? I know. It's heat. He's keeping it away from no, you, man. No, because it's too short. It just seems like he doesn't know what to say for the 90 seconds this match happens. And then at the end, he still says, thank you, gentlemen. Like, he's not going to talk. But don't talk. Just toss the headset aside and leave. Well, maybe therein lies the irony of it. You know, it's like, thank you, gentlemen. For what? You didn't even say anything. Heat. I don't know, this, this whole Undisputed Kingdom thing needs, needs more heat. It's the Cody method. People want to see a thing, but you keep it from them. How'd that work out for Cody and AEW? Got a big old contract in WWE. Earlier in the day, the Young Bucks arrived for Dynamite in a private jet. They've still got those suits on from when they attacked uh, Sting and Darby. Yeah, the blood here is much 
brighter red than it would be later on. Yeah, yeah. Next, we yeah, got yeah, Coke. Day, daylight lighting. That's what it is. It could be. It could that be. 56K lighting right there. It could man. be. Well, you think that'd make it more blue, maybe? I don't remember. It's been a while since. I mean, I see what you're saying there, but yeah, I don't know, man. It was like we didn't uh, that that aspect of astronomy class, you know, the starlight, you know, red blue shift. Yeah. Really weird. Cuz it didn't make purple. No, it didn't. It should have made purple. <laughs> you mix blue paint and red paint. What does it what does it make? Purple paint. Purple paint, dude. Mix blue light and red light. Way. Guess what color light you get? It's like white, right? White. White light. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. Uh, earlier in the day, we got that one already. Then we had Adam Copeland versus Daniel Garcia. And uh, this was a really good, really long match. But then, uh, so uh, Garcia goes up top. Edge punches him, hits a superplex. Edge sets up for a spear. Garcia counters with a knee, a jackknife pin. Cope kicks out of that. Cope locks on a grindhouse. I still really feel like, I hate that he has that name for a thing unless you're going to really lean into i'm a 70s exploitation movie you know aficionado yeah i know like i feel sammy callahan actually is i know i feel the same you way probably he gets all call about the cannibal movies you know black exploitation yeah all that kind of stuff italian you know? zombie movies exactly yeah. yeah 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 dario argento yeah you know that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. i don't think that edge knows who dario argento is man I don't know. Maybe I don't he think does. he does. Bro, he's a big Pearl Jam fan. There's, I don't think there's a lot of crossover there. You never know. I think I was an active Pearl Jam listener when I learned who Dario Argento was. There's a difference, though. What is You're it? You're not an active Pearl Jam listener fan right now. He clearly is. And I feel like anybody who stuck around for Pearl Jam through the Target years, they're not going to know who Dario Argento is, Lars. I don't know. I don't know. If next week Edge comes to the ring, sorry, Cope comes to the ring wearing a Suspiria shirt, you're going to be proven wrong. Why is it I was about to say, do you think he knows if he's ever seen Suspiria? <laughs> I was literally on the tip of my tongue. It's a great movie. Yeah, it is. It's a great movie. Uh, anyways, yeah, the, the Edge locks on, sorry, Cope locks on the Grindhouse, and that's when Nick Wayne and Luchasaurus come to the ring. Uh, ref throws the match out. Uh, Nick Wayne and Luchasaurus start, starts beating up Cope and Garcia. That's when Christian and Mother Wayne walk Mother down Wayne. the ramp towards the ringside area. Christian grabs a couple chairs from the ring. Daddy Magic, who, of course, is on commentary because Daniel Garcia was in the match, takes one of them, but then Luchasaurus blasts Daddy Magic from behind. Christian puts the chairs in the ring. Uh, Luchasaurus hits Garcia with a choke slam, puts him in position for a concerto, but then Cope gets in the ring with the chair to break it all up. And so Cope's got Christian cowering in the corner, about to blast him with the chair when Mother Wayne... Hits the low blow from behind. Nick then hits Cope with the Wayne's World. And then Christian hits him with Cope. Hits Cope with the Concerto. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how they're going to take this match or evolution sort of to the next to the next level. You know what I mean? Like, I do feel like that last one, they had the flaming table spot. Yeah, I know. They had all sorts of crazy shit. It's, it's like, okay, top. what? You can't now? have a technical wrestling match after that. No. No catch wrestling in this no. next match. No. What do you think about this next one? So uh, we had a video package with Swerve Page and Joe, and then Joe comes out, calls up Hangman and Swerve, and it sort of uh, calls out, sorry, Hangman and Swerve, 
before we get into the minutia of like the actual promo, we had what sort of felt like a, a swerve good guy promo. You know, they yeah. seemed people were like, oh, it was a double turn. Hangman sort of playing the I'm not going to say comedic heel, but some of what he was saying was pretty fun. I think this yeah. ha heel hangman character is going to be pretty fun. Maybe. I think so, too. And yeah, I mean, the, the 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 meat of Swerve's promo was no one outworks me. No one outgrinds me. I've been grinding for 15 years to get the opportunity to to not just compete for a world title, but to be seen as one of the best in the world. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, and a lot of that. I know he's next week the tag match. He's tagging with Joe on the heel team. It's Joe, Swerve, and Brian Cage, I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of what he had to say here was very much babyface stuff. Absolutely, mm -hmm. yeah. And they yeah. have Hangman coming out. I was like, no, nah, I wasn't mad last week. Nah, mm, no, it wasn't me. I feel like this. Is, I feel mad. like Hangman's bad guy phase is going to be short lived because he, he already he's kind of really entertaining with. Oh him, yeah. You know? oh, oh, yeah. I wasn't mad last week. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think that could be really fun. No, I, I agree. I agree. So Joe comes to the ring first. Uh, he says, my name is Samoa Joe, and I stand here proudly as your AEW world champion. But you see, tonight I come here with the spirit of apology. When I became your champion, I reenacted a ranking system to ensure only the very best victims were served up in front of me to destroy and continue my championship reign. Everything was going so well until last week when Hangman paid and Swerve Strickland came out here and battled tooth and nail for 30 minutes to a draw. Now, somehow, some way." Thought our championship committee would kick them to the back of the line, but no, you see, they took a page out of the Texas playbook and they made my match bigger and dumber. It actually got a good laugh from the crowd in Texas. It was pretty funny, yeah, that was a good line. He says, you see, we reward mediocrity around here. Instead of telling these pretenders they don't belong in the ring with me at Revolution, I find myself in a three-way match. Obviously, a crime has been committed against me and now there must be repercussions, so I guarantee you this. You send your two bright stars in the ring with me, and I guarantee I'm hurting one, if not both of them. They may walk in, but I guarantee they will both limp out. Because I am Samoa Joe, I stand here, the AEW world champion, and there is nothing anyone can do about that. So Swerve comes out. He comes to the ring with Prince Nana. He says, Joe, when we started this whole thing, like I said, it wasn't supposed to be personal, right? But as we inch closer and closer to revolution, the more that you run your mouth, I can't help but get the feeling that this is becoming personal. Joe, when you won the AEW title, you said that the title, the new title protocol, you show up with your reputation and you show up with your, re with your wrestling resume. Did he stumble on this line here? There was like, I think something happened in the crowd that made somebody laugh. That made the crowd Okay. Laugh. I didn't know what this was. I don't know if he was, if he like lost himself or what. Okay. All right. Because like the crowd seemed to react in some weird way. And I was like, oh, yeah, there was laughter. And it was, I, yeah, I rewound and, and watched that part again. There was nothing that he did that I. Okay, I couldn't understand it. Anyways, uh, he says, you also said that hunger is what defines the great, and when you look at me, I'm on my way to becoming one of the greatest of all time. No one out-hustles me, and no one grinds outgrinds me or outworks me. You need to check my resume, and while you're at it, proceed to put some respect on it as well. 15 years I've been grinding up and down this industry, all in the hopes that one day somebody looks at Swerve and say, one day you might go down as one of the best in the world currently. Maybe one day and after this year, I prove today is that day. I've fought toe-to-toe -to -toe with former world champions. I've gone toe-to-toe -to -toe with some of the best legends AEW has to offer. The same result every time. I'm left standing, and these people walk away with only one thing on their mind, and it's the phrase, whose house? Swerve's uh, house. Of course. Answer, Swerve's house. That's right. Swerve says, at Revolution, nothing changes except for one difference. I'm going to be holding that title above my head. And then Hangman comes rushing out. No music. 
Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, first I want to set the record straight about something last week after last week's match. I wasn't mad. So when you write in your weekly dynamite report, that was pretty That funny. was good, yeah. Don't say that I was mad. I think that everybody knows that last week was horseshit because I signed a contract for a match and determined number one contender for the world title. And the winner of that match would become number one contender. And he couldn't do it. Talking about Swerve. Said he had 30 minutes and he couldn't do it. So if it was up to me at Revolution, Joe, the match would be, be between two men who value and respect that title and everything it stands for. But unfortunately, I don't make the matches and swerve. It looks like you've been added to this match. So I need to say something to you. I need to look you in the eyes and you need to hear it. After everything that you've done to me, you don't deserve one second of my time. You don't deserve for me to give you five more minutes because you couldn't get the job done and you don't deserve to be in this championship match. Yeah, so Joe steps behind him and is like, back up. Back off your little charade here. Listen, this walking domestic dispute ends tonight. I know what this is about. You think you're going to beat this man over there and skip over me? No, no, not going to happen. You think you're going to beat him and not pin me and take my championship? Not going to happen. Before you both get served, I'm Samoa Joe, and come revolution, I'm whooping both your asses. And then Joe leaves and Hangman and Swerve start arguing, which is how the match is going to play out. They're going to be obsessed with each other too much. Indeed. Yep. Uh, then we got Tony Storm's Wet Ink, her new short film. Mm -hmm. It was set largely in a tattoo parlor. And she's mm -hmm. getting that duck tattoo on her ankle altered so it no longer matches Deanna Parazzo's. Yeah, yeah. And she's talking about her relationship with Deanna, their friendship, bringing her uh, to Japan to train there, to wrestle there. Uh, she says, Deanna was on my bosom of brilliance. You suckled on my teat of talent, and now you have bit the tit that feeds you. Says, so if you want the old Tony Storm, you're going to get the old Tony Storm. Are we going to get like the, the old uh, rock music inspired Tony Storm? Maybe. The yeah. Motley Crue inspired gear. Right, right, yeah. I hope not. I like this Tony Storm and all her vulgarities. Maybe she'll play the role of the old Tony Storm. Oh, there you the go. mannerisms of there you timeless go. Tony Storm. Oh, I like that. That's good. Uh, we had a response interview here from Deanna Perrazzo. Renee asked her for a reaction. She says, Renee, Tony Storm is what my family would call. Um, I can't remember what the oh, word wait, was. I couldn't make out what the word was. Oh, I didn't notice it. Yeah. Uh, said, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the word was either. Um, so that means she talks too much. So, so I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Tony, I'm going to break your arm, bitch. And then the Young Bucks arrive in limo at Arena. They get out of limo, walk to ring for their match against Top Flight. Mm -hmm. That's next. Good match. Young Bucks end up getting a, a, a low blow off a ref distraction. <clears throat> uh, followed up by an EVP trigger to get the win. Then uh, Matt Jackson proceeds to talk a lot. Shivani gets in the ring. And uh, Matt says, uh, undefeated this year, Nicholas. I think that makes us the top unbeatable tag team in AEW. So we're number one contenders, and they throw to the Tron, and they had already had a graphic of them whipped up. Yeah, it was with pretty, them it was as pretty number funny. one contenders. That was actually pretty funny. Um, so Shivani says, Sting isn't here because of their heinous act. And Matt takes the mic and says, Heinous act? You just can't help yourself, can you, Tony? I have to sit here every week and listen to you at that desk talk trash about us every single week. You can't help it. I happen to think that it might be a breach of contract, publicly disparaging the company's EVPs. That's unprofessional, and you know it. And then Nick says, that's a $1,000 fine. You got a problem with that? You have a problem with that? 
And then Nick hits Tony with a forearm like to the gut. Pushes him with a forearm in the gut. Yeah. yeah. And Tony falls. And then Matt takes the mic and says, I'm sorry, my brother's a bit of a hothead. This doesn't need to get violent. We love you. Just don't let it happen again. And he's like, let me help you up. And he starts to reach down to help him up. And then Matt does too. <laughs> and they're about to hit him with an EVP trigger. Yeah. And then Darby comes. And, yeah. Yeah. With Sting's bat, he's, he gets in the ring. The Young Bucks slide out. Darby takes the mic and says, Young Bucks. Young Bucks. Remind everybody what was the original mission statement of AEW was to change the world. You know, when I was homeless, when AEW first started, and I begged you for a job and you saw nothing in me. Yet, I had to sit by and watch all your shit friends get hired. Your little California crew. Thank God I got here at a time when there was an EVP with some brains. And so they cut to Matt with camera audio. They both are like, Kenny? And then yeah, Darby's like, no, I'm not talking about Kenny Omega. So the crowd starts chanting Cody. Uh, Darby continues, did an interview last year about why you re-signed with AEW. And what did you say in that interview? You guys said you re-signed because the travel schedule was light and the money was good. It's no longer about changing the world. The original mission statement was dead. I thought this was all elite wrestling, but it looks like it's all friendship wrestling. Think about the very first episode of Dynamite. Darby Allen wasn't on it. You know who was? Brandon Cutler. He says, I don't know what kind of tussles you guys got into at homeschool. But we're talking about Sting's final match. That's what this is about, right? You guys want to be in Sting's final match. I don't think you guys understand what you've gotten yourself into. We're talking about a man who's got nothing left to lose. Young Bucks, Darby Allen, Sting, AEW Tag Team Championships. It's showtime. It's showtime. Yeah, no mention of the blood on their on their suits being his blood. Yeah. And why and how yeah. that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Bang Bang Scissor Gang interview. Renee asks, what's next? And Jay's like, we're running smoothly. We've got momentum. We have all the gold on our shoulder, but we still need to test our cohesiveness. And then Billy's like, I got an idea. And Austin interrupts and says, we should have a 12 men on Rampage. And Billy says the same thing. And Bowen says, Bang Bang Scissor Gang, run the world because everyone loves the acclaimed. And then also, Austin says, guns up, Steve. Guns up. Guns up. Then we had Willow Nightingale taking on Sky Blue. Stokely Hathaway was on commentary. Uh, Stokely's always great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willow gets the win here thanks to a distraction from Stokely. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Sky hits a super kick in the corner, follows with a powerbomb, and Stokely gets up from commentary right as Sky is hitting a code blue. So he gets on the apron while she's covering for the win, but distracts the ref. And he's arguing with Ar- uh, Aubrey Edwards long enough so when Aubrey turns around and starts counting the pin, Willow kicks out. Uh, actually reverses to a roll-up of her own. Uh, Willow, though, hits a boot to Sky's gut, follows with the doctor bomb to get the win. That is right. Uh, after that, we had the main event, Orange Cassidy versus Matt Taven of the Undisputed Kingdom. Uh, this was a lot of fun. It was a death match. It was a Texas death match because they were in Texas. And it was a death match. Um, Orange Cassidy has such great blood. Yeah. <laughs> like when he bleeds, he really knows like where to do it and how to do it because it's like thick and on his face. It's always a great visual. Oh, it is. It is. It really is. There's a lot of fun spots in this early on. Taven uh, uh, puts Orange through a table with an elbow drop and then suplexes Orange through what's left of the table. Orange beats the 10 count, but then Taven hits him with a running knee on the ramp and Orange is just bleeding all over the place. So later on, Taven sets up a table against the announce desk, hits Orange with a wrecking ball drop kick, and then looking for a dive over the top rope to put Orange through the table, but Orange gets out of the way, 
So Taven goes crashing through the table. That was a rough spot. Yeah. So after that, Taven's bleeding all over the place. So the Norange gets a box of chocolates from under the ring. Says they're from Chuck. Opens the box of chocolates, dumps out the contents, and it's thumbtacks. So Orange is looking for a superplex on the thumbtacks. Taven pushes him off the top rope, right into the tacks. He's looking for a frog splash. Orange evades, so Taven lands on the tacks. And then Orange follows with the DDT on tacks. Not enough to get the 10 count. So uh, Orange gets a chunk of change from under the ring, but Matt, Mike Bennett runs down to ringside and busts him over the head with a giant heart. Mm-hmm, made a cardboard yeah. or something. So then Bennett puts some chairs in the ring. Trent comes down with a steel pipe. He blasts Bennett with it. Taven throws a chair at Trent's head and then hits him with like a draping BFT onto a chair. He turns around. Orange hits him with an orange punch. Follows with a beach break on the chair. Then gets that chain, wraps it around his fist, hits another, it's about to hit another orange punch. Um, sorry, he does hit another orange punch. Uh, and so Taven's trying to get up before the 10 count. Roddy runs to the ring looking for a running knee on Orange, but Trent gets up and eats it. And by the time all that happens, Taven can't answer the 10 count. Orange gets the win. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really fun match. That, it was. Uh, that dive to the outside on the table, that Ooh. last one from Taven was crazy. That was. Head first, man. That's scary stuff. But it is. He seemed to be all right. He did. Anyways. He did. Would you like to answer some questions? Let's answer some questions. By the way, we've got a new wrestling what ifs over at oh, yeah. Friendo Club Wrestling. You can check out right, right now as we speak. As we speak. Uh, B Man, Patrick Sparks, going in Raw Hall of Famer, here says What year of AEW since its founding has been the most, most underwhelming to watch? Uh, 2023, probably. Yeah. Or yeah, 2022. Yeah, I think 2023. 2023. That's the correct answer, yeah. There is, there I mean, All In was good. Some of, like, when Punk was on Collision, I thought some of that stuff was good, but it really wasn't a lot. There wasn't much there. No. What, Collision started in July, and uh, All In was in August? Yeah. 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 Yeah, 2023 was not AEW's finest year. Mm-mm. No. 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 Uh, let's see here. Uh, Brendan Monroe asked, do you think Swerve has been the best-treated ex-midcard WWE wrestler in AEW? I mean... Best-treated? I mean, yeah, he's up there. It's probably him and Tony Storm. I know Tony Storm I mean, in, was a champion okay, so in NXT, like, but on main roster, she was. In terms of people who have really figured out how to do AEW, him and Tony. Yeah. I mean, Joe, but like Joe is just Joe. And I think yeah. Tony Khan just really likes Joe. And he's yeah. like, okay, I know that you are. But it's not like he's transformed himself, you know? No. no. Uh, Justin Reed says they got six matches now with two weeks left. How many more matches will get announced for uh, Revolution? Well, we're going to get the TNT title match. Five. All right. Five. Five. TNT. TBS. We're going to have something with Willow against Julia, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there... Okay, that's a uh, tree. They'll probably do a trios thing. Yeah, probably. Probably. They'll probably do because, like, the Bang Bang Gang have the Ring of Honor six, man. They might do a trios with the, because they're kind of a big deal. Yeah. 
like two six men, and that gets a lot more people on the card. Yeah, it does. It does. And then you'd think there'd be. Mm. I'm trying to like run down the card in my head. So we got the Stings retirement match. Has the Blackpool Combat Club thing been announced? Or Daniel's oh, anybody Daniel in there? And Eddie. Oh, that's right. So like Mox will do something. Yeah, Mox. Maybe Mox and Claudio. Maybe they'll do Mox yeah. and Claudio versus FTR on the pay per view. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Because they're doing, they're doing, they're doing that, like on Dynamo. They're doing it somewhere, aren't they, soon? Did they announce last night that FTR is going to take on? Because this week it was, it was, it was Dax it was versus a singles match. Yeah, yeah, singles match. I figured they would just do another so Cloudy versus Cash, but I thought they announced it was going to be FTR versus. Oh, maybe. oh yeah, it is next week. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I could see that being elevated to another level, though. They could do that in a cage. Yeah. Do something. Absolutely. Uh, Mason asks, is Undisputed Kingdom Wardlow's last chance to be the next big thing guy? He's still in his prime, but Wardlow's two years older. No way. What? Wardlow's two years older than Adam Cole. Really? I don't believe that. Adam Cole's only in like his early 30s. No. Yeah. He's... 34 for Adam Cole. What? Yeah. He's only 34? Yeah. Gee whiz. That's Warlow's crazy. 36. He's just been wrestling forever, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Warlow's 36. When did he debut? 2010 or something like that? 20, 2009. Oh, he debuted in 2008. Who, Chugs or Wardlow? Yeah, Chugs. Chugs, yeah. Wardlow didn't debut until 2014. Wardlow's 36? Yeah. That's a fucking mind blower. Yeah, it is. I can't handle that one. Let's move on. I'm running scared. John and Alistair voice. John says, if you, if you had to... No, I don't think it's Wardlow's... Boy, 36? Fuck, you're old then. <laughs> it might be his last chance in AEW. Yeah, man. They need to do something with that guy. My goodness gracious. Uh, John and Alistair John. voice says, if you had to narrate a key moment of each other's lives, but must use an impression of yours... Which event and impression do you choose? Hmm. Well, I'm kind of limited in my impressions. So I don't do a lot of them. Oh, man. You know, I, uh, how about this? I, I have, I guess, Kenny Omega, because that's the only one I, I ever really endeavored to do, narrate one of your uh, uh, meetings or whatever you've had with with uh, Hollywood people when you're doing the comic book stuff. Oh, that's okay. That's good. That's good. I like that. I would narrate some event in your life as Werner Herzog. That's good. Um, and, you know, Werner Herzog... You know, the dude specialized in the whole man versus nature type situation, you know, man versus the environment. Yeah. Some of your biggest battles have been, again, for example, the other day, you related to me, you related to me that you were very upset when your power, when your power or internet went out and you got very upset at technology. I did get I would upset. narrate a situation where your emotions were heightened. <laughs> 
as Werner Herzog. What about the time that we were playing basketball and had like a 16 to 7 lead on you and I lost? I didn't want to bring that up oh, by because all there was that time when you literally disappeared from the court. I was like, where the fuck did he go? I had to go. To, I, had and to go you would, I had some alone time. I needed some alone time after that. Yeah, one. I didn't want to bring that up because that was like that was an extreme moment right there. I didn't want to make it a me versus you thing. So I was going to push it to you versus technology. No, make it but a that me versus was, you think. Yeah, by all means. That was much more of a Werner Herzog it really was. Uh, infused moment because, you know, you're you're sitting there. You're in nature, but cars are whizzing by. You know, you've suffered ultimate defeat. It's, uh, yeah, that was a really heavy moment right there. Yeah. 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 Or, or, like, I would I would narrate as Werner Herzog the episode of Going and Raw where I gave you COVID. I felt, I felt so bad after the fact. I was like, I had 11 people in the Bay have this thing. I didn't know what it was. Thought it was over it. It was like a couple days. We were, that was over we it. We were all learning, Steve. We're all learning. It wasn't a couple. Here's what happened. You called me up or texted me. It's like, I'm not feeling good. I got a fear. I'm not, I'm not going to go to work. I, I shouldn't go to work today. Cool. It was the next day. I felt better. That's how COVID works. I felt better. And but then, I didn't know that's how COVID and works. And then halfway through, you're like, oh, I don't feel good. I need to go home. Dude, it's a fucking grind, man. You know, it's like, hey, you feel good enough to get up. And we were working in the office back yeah, then. Yeah, we were working in the office. You know, yeah, Look, mistakes were made. All, we're all learning, Steve. I understand. We're all learning, Steve. Elemental Giant says, Tony Khan has made changes to make AEW feel more like it did in 2021. New stage, more high-profile debuts, and the return of the ranking system. Yeah, he said like, new stage after Revolution. Yeah. He did that out. They need to do new graphics in total. Make it more unique. It's so generic right now. I know. It really is. Uh, he says, will any of these changes help AEW in the long term? The ranking system could because it can motivate some cool stories. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, no. Everything else, if it's if it's a presentation, is you know, it's it's nice to have a updated presentation, especially if it's something that differentiates it's differentiates itself from WWE. But uh, I don't know if presentation alone is going to be something that really elevates. No. no uh, that's, that's that's the presentation. That's not the meat. Exactly. You, know, you need to you need to exactly. you know recook the meat. Yeah. Blake here asks, which w- oh, sorry NXT wrestler would be better off in AEW? Which WWE wrestler? Which NXT wrestler? NXT wrestler. Oh. I don't know. Feels like if lawyer. you're on TV in NXT, you're doing something. You got a character. The NXT lawyer. Because, yeah. you know, the AEW does those lawsuit angles. We know. haven't seen Mark's, one of those in a while. Mark Sterling's not, a, not been around, so. Uh, uh, well, I mean, dude, I don't know. They got uh, mm, maybe, 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 maybe Nathan Frazier. Okay, yeah, yeah, I could see him in a, a, a tag team or a trios with like Matt Seidel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, is that better? I don't think that's better. What happened to his tag team with Axiom? They're the Dusty Classic. That's a great tag team. Maybe they're still doing stuff. Yeah, I don't maybe. know. I'll watch that shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I I would like to. I watch clips. There's looks like there's some fun stuff going yeah. on. A no, lot of people these days are swearing by NXT, which yeah. is great, which is awesome. Oh, it's, it is awesome. I'm happy to see it. Me too. Uh, Louis 
Louise here says, what other facial hair or hairstyle should the young bucks use to fill their heel tendencies? If they could somehow cut their hair and bleach it like Darby for this tag match. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What if they do, what if they do like um, stylish late 70s 40-year-old? You know, like when they would go bald back then, it was just like, like hella dudes were just bald back then, yeah. you know? Like they would have the thick hair right here, nothing up here. Yeah. And they were cool with that, and they look cool. And very often thick mustaches. Yeah, right, yeah. So and they have those mustaches. big, awesome sunglasses. Yeah, or just huge glasses, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, 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 that. yeah. That's great. Good idea. Do that. Good idea. Uh, Steve Klein says, AEW tends to have random matches. Which of the matches lately could have been great long-term feuds? Oh, Osprey and Takeshita, just to name one. Yeah. You got two phenomenal F wrestlers. FTR and Blackpool Combat Club, I think, could be good. Yeah, that one just kind of came out of nowhere. It did. Yeah, it did. Yeah, how did FTR go from, like, we want you to join... House of Black, which was weird. Yeah. And then and then it's like, you know, oh no, FTR versus Blackpool Combat. There's just sort of a place to place to play. There's a lot of just weird shit going on I at AEW. I know there really is. Uh, Elemental Giant, what's been a bigger disappointment? The Undisputed Kingdom or AEW Fight Forever? I haven't played Fight Forever, so Undisputed Kingdom. But I don't know what else they could do. Oh, it's a bad situation. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a crap situation where Adam Cole's hurt. You know, yeah. if he hadn't gotten hurt, things would have been drastically different and probably way better. Drastic different. Drastic different. He probably yeah, would have been the sure. one to beat uh, MJF. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's going to do it for the show today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll see you around. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside.
repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.